you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Fantasy Freaks and Geeks, what is up? You're listening to the NFL Fantasy Live podcast. James Go here with MG My Guy Marcus Grant, the Hall of Famer Michael Fabiano, and the Wiz Kid from Wisconsin, Alex Gelhar. I just want to start the show off by saying, if anyone in here even talks about Star Wars, I will punch them square in the nether regions. Well, we the three well, of us saw it last Yeah, night. I mean, I did not. We're not going to spoil so, anything. So the whole affair between Princess Leia and C-3PO, and see, you don't want to that. Even that. fake spoilers. <laughs> the, this is the no, thing. Even fake spoilers right now have me on edge. <laughs> I mean, just Well, that's about as fake as it gets. On I ed- think you're safe. Mark Sessler was going around the news. Mark Sessler had like a real, like, <laughs> like could have happened, like, oh, my goodness, I'm going to punch you right now type fake spoiler. Oh, my gosh. Mark Sessler came up with an amazing fake spoiler. We're not going to say it. but No, we're not. And he was going around the newsroom saying, dude, I got an advanced screening, um, and I cannot believe – X happened. And I'm like, oh my God, I will straight powerbomb you through the NFL media newsroom right now. <laughs> but So that's, that's a good lesson. Uh, this is, let this serve as a PSA. Uh, it's a very important franchise to a lot of people. And if you are one of the lucky ones to see it early, don't be, don't a, be a jerk. jerk and spoil it on social media or to your friends or stuff <laughs> like that. Speaking of, I'm going dark on social media for five Yeah, days. James is not going to be able to answer <laughs> any questions. For the I feel like days. this this should be like a reality miniseries in and of itself. <laughs> just I'll, following I'll James, James Coe Star Wars spoilers. five days without social media, like basically not looking at his phone. He, hasn't, he hasn't shaved. He's not even watching the TV. Oh, my gosh. Like baby Coe goes and tries to turn on the TV and he like slaps her hand away. No, no! You read a book. Oh, oh my God! I'm, I'm, I'm basically starting from starting from last night. Uh, I've only gone to NFL.com, uh, the sports websites, and that's it. I've done nothing else. No Twitter, no Facebook. What else do I even do? I, I'm not even, dude. I'm not even on Instagram. Don't, yeah, don't well, do Instagram. Here, th- throughout the day, then, if there's something you need to know from one of those other websites, you can ask us. We'll be your eyes <laughs> uh, to hopefully get you there. I have his own personal research that is team it. for the next almost a week. That is it, um, and that's all I can do. So I do apologize, but uh, we will get to. Uh, Matchups we love and hate. Uh, I think we're going to be doing a rapid-fire mailbag. We are. We're going to hit some mailbag questions as again. Well, of course, daily daps and then um, top headlines. But uh, let's start by reacting to Thursday Night Football. Um, it was a weird game because uh, statistically it was close. The game in real life was not close, but then it got close. Yeah. So the final score, I know this sounds weird, but the final score actually, I felt, indicated how close the game really was. If that makes any sense, because they got they were moving. Tampa Bay was moving that ball pretty good. Yeah, they I, I rewatched it because I was at Star Wars last night. So I got back home, fired up Game Pass and watched it. We caught a little bit like here and there before stuff and saw that the Rams got up pretty early in the first half. But like Tampa Bay did move it. Doug Martin had like 70 yeah. some yards <clears throat> with 11 minutes to go in the second quarter. Yeah, right. And then but nothing the rest of the they, game. They couldn't. The trouble was they couldn't convert those into touchdowns. No, they couldn't punch it in. The Rams punched it in three times, so then they had to go pass heavy in the second half, and uh, that's that's why Jameis went up to 50 uh, <laughs> pass attempts. As in someone who's playing Doug Martin in uh, two of my three leagues, I'm very happy about last night. <clears throat> I think Jameis Winston, I have to look at it, i, I got to double-check this, but I think in the first half, I, I think I saw him go for like 6 for 12. It was 6 for 12 for 49 yards. 6 he, for 12? <laughs> he finished the game 29 of 50. Yeah, right. he, I think early on he was <laughs> suffering from some primetime jitters because he was – like rifling balls he was way off. too high over his guys. He, he, he got in later and threw some nice passes. Also who threw some nice passes was Case Keenum. 
Like the Case Keenum truthers out there would have been real happy with this one. Well, because Case Keenum is good for, you know, I won't say YOLO balls, but, I mean, he really goes out there and he will let it rip. He is not afraid to go downfield. He's not afraid to go after the big play. And we saw some of that last. I mean, I think we were all amazed to be, you know, sitting around eating dinner or whatever and looking up and seeing Kenny Britt streaming <laughs> down the sideline. Who is that? that? With the football in his hand. But, I mean, that's sort of what you get out of a Case Keenum game. I will say this game was overall better for him. He had some nice zip-on passes. He was accurate. He had a couple really nice touch passes that he dropped in the bucket. Uh, so this was a good. This was encouraging for him and the Rams. It still didn't free up Gurley a bunch because he still only had 48 yards and 21 carries. 21 carries. Uh, that was surprising. But he got in the end zone, got some extra receiving yards. Like, did he did his job for you? He got almost 14 fantasy points in standard leagues. You know, I, I'm playing against uh, Todd Gurley, um, who Matt Money Smith has Todd Gurley on his fantasy roster. Uh, going up against money in the in our uh, what is it our semifinals? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I survived. I feel like I survived. Because it was the game flow, the way it was going, Gurley could have easily broke off 20 points. Yeah. Easily. They got up so big, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I have to survive an entire half of Todd Gurley. This right. This is not going to be good. But uh, but somehow, someway, I survived. You know, 14 points, it's, an, it's a pretty good number. It's just, man, I felt like he could have gone off in that game, and uh, he eventually did not. That's but, nice. Well, you know, you we all get – people asking us advice yeah you know? so my cardiologist texted, cardiologist, okay. he texted me um, nice. he texted me last night um and he and he said all right uh martavis or tavon austin okay of course you say I martavis listen, doc i was like you can't you, you can't bench martavis right I mean, tavon austin is so inconsistent and he's like you sure i'm like yeah <gasps> i tell you what, so so i actually have to go see him today um, He's gonna give you the wrong meds. I don't. I don't know if I'll be alive on Sunday. Well, I mean, we could give you these drugs, but they're too alive. Right, right. Right. So, I, uh, yeah, I might have a problem there. Which, by, uh, the, by the way, I, I mean, I, I caught some flack on Twitter last that's night for, Austin, for Tavon Austin. Austin. And I, like, I stand by what I said yesterday. Is that basically look. He does have the ability to go out and give you 20 points on any given week, but he also is very equally likely to give you two points right. on any given uh, week. So if me, you if you want to take the chance, go for it. If you did, you were rewarded. Congratulations. <laughs> right. Let, let me give you what he's done. Standard scoring, 8.1, 2. 3, 0. 0.1. 0.1. That's a pretty, pretty low floor. Then he had <laughs> 15 against points. Cincinnati, pretty good. 3, 8, 5, 9, and then last night, 19. I am not willing, unless I am absolutely desperate, to take a chance on Tavon Austin with a shot to go to my fantasy championship on the Yeah, line. agreed. Great yeah, point. I'm not right. doing it. Tavon it Austin ended up with uh, 32 rush yards and a touchdown. So, Dr. Kondwala, you know what? I- I'm sorry, but Martavis Bryant was the better play. Please give me the right meds. <laughs> 32 yards on the ground in a score, and then 41 yards through the air in a score. Had 19.3 fantasy points in standard scoring leagues. Uh, Mike Evans, as anticipated, got a crazy amount of targets. It was a bad matchup on paper, too. Well, uh, it helps when you get 17 balls. Yeah, exactly. Uh, And he still had a couple drops, man. He did. And just, oh. That's what's so frustrating about watching Mike Evans is he had those couple drops sandwiched in some awesome plays. I know. Like, he had excellent toe tapper on On the the sideline. Holy cow. And then he's got another one where you're like, he's over the middle, and you're like, oh, you could take this for like 40, and it's just like, doink. See ya. Uh, But I said before the season started that I just felt like, Mike Evans is the new Vincent Jackson, which is weird because Vincent Jackson gets to watch himself age all over again <laughs> like, from a distance. But I mean, you, know, you look at his, you look at his stats. It's like you okay. know, one week, it, you know, he, obviously he missed the first couple games. He comes back with a ten, then a three and a four, then a twenty-two, then a four. I mean, it's just it's it's such an up and down thing with him that I feel like this is just going to be who he is. And it's weird too because last year he truly was one of the most consistent performers out there. He he scored every week. I know. Yeah. I mean, that was the thing about Mike Evans, but uh 9 catches, 157 through the air. If you're playing PPR, you'll take that all day long. Uh Austin Safarian Jenkins, I think his status was a little bit in doubt coming into the game, but ended up with 3 catches, 29 yards. And a touchdown, Kenny Britt, we talked about too, 71 yards and a touchdown there. Jameis Winston had a nightmare first half, but, man, in the second half he really came through. Uh, for those of you that were streaming Jameis Winston uh, against the Rams, but the, the final score, 31 
to 23. The Rams win. Are the Buccaneers finally, finally, finally mathematically eliminated? From no. I don't know that they're mathematically eliminated, <sighs> but it's, it's pretty difficult. They're still hanging around. They would need, I think, the Vikings to, to completely fall apart down the stretch. Oh, my gosh. What is happening? I mean, it's like I, you watch this team, you're like, There's just this is not a playoff team. They, they've, what's fun is they're a team that's going to be fun to watch in the future. Absolutely. They've got a lot of nice pieces. Absolutely. Uh, you got to love Jameis. Get us, like him and Evans getting a rapport. they got some good young guys on defense. Doug Martin is still there. Doug Martin it's funny. Levante David is an animal. When you think of the best fantasy offenses, you think Green Bay, you think Denver, you think Indianapolis. But moving forward, we're thinking Tampa Bay. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. I mean, <laughs> things are changing. Know, things are great. changing. It's pretty great. I, I feel like I definitely – and I know we're going to get into this in future podcasts, but I just feel like the Jacksonville train, it's nice on paper, but, man, something's I, – I feel like that train's going to fall apart next year. It's all right. Uh, here's the thing. Uh, that's all we care about is what happens on paper. Like, <laughs> right. We don't care about their record. <laughs> right. Like, it's a bunch of nerds. Like, this is the sports <laughs> equivalent of D&D, man. As long as they check the right boxes, we're good to go. We gotta throw that twenty-sided die and see right. what happens. Okay, I don't, I don't care if Bortles goes, you know, six and ten. If he drops thirty-six touchdowns on uh, the opposing defense next That's year, right? Woohoo! All right, let's go do top headlines. Do it. The camera highlights in the world of sports. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. Breaking news. This is the woo. I like turtles. We continue to follow breaking news. Watch the news because I'm a kid. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife. It was a crazy Wednesday. For the Seattle Seahawks, they signed Bryce Brown, the third Buffalo Bills running back they have on roster. Somehow. True. Then they cut the guy who we thought was going to be the primary ball carrier. Who got, 18, who got 18 touches last week. He got 18 touches last week. Is out of a job a few days later. But he's on the Ravens practice squad now. And then they re-sign the mighty Christian Michael. He's he back. won't. He won't die. He's back. He's like Michael Myers. Um, I, I gotta. I mean, I know the Seahawks can run the ball. Bryce Brown, young. I think he's just twenty-four years old. Uh, an explosive athlete. If you look at some of the NFL highlights he has, I feel like Bryce Brown's been in the league forever. Dude, you, though you remember? <laughs> you remember uh, a couple of years ago when he was in, the guy for Shady in the yeah. absence of Shady. He yeah. went nuts. Yeah. He went. I remember uh, one game against the sir. Cowboys, he destroyed us. He destroyed went destroyed us. Um, and and he's got that kind of athleticism. The problem is he can't block, and he can't hold on to the ball to yeah, save his life. Like a madman. <laughs> Those are kind of important things to do. Um, especially for a team like the Seahawks. So, um, look, I know Bryce Brown is right now, I think he's the starter. Um, Christian Michael's there. He's going to be taking some work, I would imagine, because he knows the system. But, gosh, the more I start thinking about it, and I know the coaching staff has said, where Fred you, Jackson. Where are you going with right now? Where are you going with this? <laughs> I, I go, I'm, I'm just going to follow you down this path. I know the coaching staff has said Fred Jackson is going to be a third-down guy. But the more I th- start thinking about it and the skill set and what this team needs right now, I start thinking that Fred Jackson is going to get the bulk of the work. Well, yeah, uh, if you want to trust that this week, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> I'm not touching that. Well, l- l- let me ask you this: Are you are you just as are you much more comfortable in trusting Bryce Brown? I don't want any part of any. Yeah. Of I mean, out of the three, if I had to start one, I'm starting Brown. Just like in Carolina, if I got to start one of the three, I'm starting Fozzie. But I don't like it. Both are backfields. I'd rather watch if possible. Yes, I, I'll pick up the guys, but I'd rather watch it play out this week if okay. at all possible. Like in, in the experts league, I lost Thomas Rawls. So I picked up Fozzie, I had James White, and I picked up Bolden. I'm playing Bolden. Look, I, I with Carolina, I, I kind of agree with Matt Money Smith. I know he was saying it on the show on Fantasy Live kind of to be trolling, but Mike Tolbert might be a better option than yeah, either no, no, no. Fozzie Whitaker because, or, or Cameron Artis. Because Payne. you're right. I, I can totally see him scoring a touchdown against the Giants. The run defense He'll get targets. He'll, he could get a couple of carries. He'll definitely get the goal line work. Like Mike Tolbert might be a better option out of all three of them. Um, you might be right, um, and I don't know what the heck to do there. Um, Jonathan Stewart has been ruled out, speaking of that Carolina backfield. So they they named Fozzie Whitaker mm-hmm. the starter. Um, I think uh, the Sharps kind of figure uh, the artist known as Campaign might get a lot of the work. 
that was there was a report about that. I thought I remember seeing from like somebody at ESPN like a week even before Stewart got injured. Was right. That, yeah. That if that Stewart, if Stewart went, went down, down it'd be Cameron Artis right. Kane. So so we were all deceived by a lie. Well, and that's why now we don't know what to trust. Like, is right. is Ron Rivera telling the truth with Fozzie? Was that the truth before? <laughs> is it all going to be Mike Tolbert? We don't know. Uh, I feel like I feel like this is some version of Inception. I gotta be honest. with you. <laughs> I don't think the so coach trying to figure this out is ridiculous. I don't think the coaches know. If, Might be if, true. Maybe if they if run Whitaker, the hot hand, right? Right. If Whitaker goes out there and balls, then he could get 15 touches in, in Seattle. If Bryce Brown goes out there and goes nuts, it's it's sort of one of those things where, as a fantasy fan, uh, even an analyst. We're interested to see what happens. Well, I, I do because it's hard to predict. I do think there's some truth to that because you are in a situation if you're Pete Carroll, where Bryce Brown and and Kristen Michael have kind of been foist upon you last minute. I mean, Ooh, you know, you foist. I love you, it. I mean, you started the season with Marshawn Lynch, and then yep. you know you were you had to go to Thomas Rawls because of injury. Now Rawls gets hurt out of nowhere, and you really are scrambling to find somebody. So I do think that they are taking a look at these guys during the week and trying to figure out who the best option yeah. is. So I, I do think there's an element of the, of the coaches and really o- don't Only know. in this bonkers season are Tim Hightower, Fozzie Whitaker, Brandon Bolden uh, all relevant in the second week of the fantasy playoffs. <clears throat> and there's more, too. Uh, no, you're right. 100%. It's un- it's just ha- I think Harmon said he's starting Bilal Powell in one of the <laughs> leagues this week. <laughs> yes. And you can argue Perfect. Bilal Powell could be it's a better a option start. than Whitaker or Bryce Brown. Right. Oh, yeah. That's like – that's Because uh, the Cowboys' defense is bad against the run. Oh, man, that's oh, stuff. All right, so in Seattle and in Carolina, a little bit of a mess in the running back uh, situation. Uh, did want to talk about Greg Olson there in Carolina as well. Um, he left that game with a pretty scary-looking knee injury, clutching at it in pain. Is that the new thing now? Act like Paul Pierce on the field and then uh, just come <laughs> back the next game? Uh, we saw that with Rob Gronkowski. He didn't come back the next game, but you know what I mean. He did say that was the most pain he'd ever felt in his life, though. Which like, is ridiculous. He broke his forearm, for God's sake, shattered it into pieces. I don't know, man. Maybe it's, <laughs> I think he, like bo- bruising a bone, too. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, don't, I haven't had that series of injuries like that, so I can't speak from it. But I, mean, I don't – look, I, I've uh, I've broken my forearm, torn a rotator, uh, and um, and I've also had appendicitis. I've had three surgeries in my life. Uh, I wish I only had three surgeries in my life. <laughs> and uh, I, did all of yours come from that one time? Dude, no. I had, let's see. So it, wisdom teeth, is that a surgery? No, that doesn't count. Back when surgery, back when I was like 12, it hurt. It is, but I mean. Okay, it's I still mean, surgery. So all right, so we'll go wisdom <laughs> teeth, right? I blew out my ACL playing basketball, so that's surgery number two. And then I tore the meniscus in that knee a year or two later, so that's another surgery. Um, I had... Uh, Deviated septum surgery twice. Um, I had a an ablation because of my heart condition, um, which was probably the scariest one, and it ended up yeah. being, and it ended up being <clears throat> the easiest one. Oh, okay. Then when I had that accident, I had surgery on my septum, my face. Uh, I looked like friggin' Frankenstein. Cool. I, I've had a lot of surgeries. I hope I don't have any surgeries the rest of my life. There you go. We, can, we can rebuild him. We have the technology. <laughs> I've had enough. I've got titanium uh, in my face. I mean, <laughs> that's always fun. Do you beep when you go through metal detectors? Luckily, I don't. I used to because uh, of my forearm um, uh, uh, plates in my forearm. But all right, uh, yeah, I don't know what this all is. <laughs> wow, this got this got Greg way Olson. crazy. Greg Olson. Anybody uh, worried about playing him this week? No, I am not really. I am a hundred percent. Look, th- these guys have a, a, a playoff berth clinched up. I know they keep saying they want to chase sixteen and oh, okay, I get it. That's fine. But Greg Olson is your primary guy trying to catch that football for for Cam Newton. He's got to be healthy going to the playoffs. You're going to risk playing him right now. Uh, well, I just. But it's week 15. I don't know. It's week 15. And so if you are the Panthers, if you're anybody, <clears throat> excuse me, um, you're not going to start resting, guys, because you're talking about you're resting, what, week 15, week 16, week 17, then a bye. I mean, you're talking about potentially having him miss a lot of time. Well, he's playing this week. He's, he's playing, but how much is my concern? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm – unless there's, like, Eric E. excuse me, Eric Ebron or somebody to stream uh, in a great matchup and situation, I don't know that I'd be – Comfortable enough putting Olsen on the bench, knowing he's going to play. Yeah, I mean, even it if depends it's a on what you quarters, have. I, so. I can't. It's the same thing as like what you're going to bench Cam Newton because they may rest him. Because no, no, no well, it, I mean, but this is totally know, different. Situation. This is different. He's, he's he's injured. 
I mean, regardless of whether or not he wants to play, he's injured. The guy's dinged up. From a team standpoint, it doesn't make sense. I mean, and here's the other thing. I really, truly, honestly believe they could go out on the road and still beat the Giants without Greg Olson. If they could do that, why play Greg Olson? Everyone seems to think this is the game that Carolina loses because the Giants have that sort of uh, voodoo. They have that sort of like giant killer, not to you know use use their nickname in the phrase, but I got you. because you know yeah, they, they beat the Patriots, they beat the Patriots right. and 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 people see them as a as a major threat to sixteen and zero for Carolina, which may or may not be true. But uh, from a fantasy standpoint, you've got to hope that game is close, because if Carolina's blowing them out in the second half, right, then you will see Greg Olson and all those guys, maybe even there. Cam, right? Yeah. So I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't quite buy into that. This is the the, the one that's going to trip up the Panthers. Well, I mean, that's just kind of what you hear. Yeah, about. I know, I know. People have been yeah. saying it. I those giant killer teams were were different teams and mm-hmm. they were defenses. they were better teams. They were better teams. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, they, they were none of better. that none of those teams had a player as good as Odell Beckham, but. They overall were better teams. Yeah, the defensive lines for those teams were just stacked. Oh my gosh, unbelievable! All right, um, so we'll we'll keep an eye on that. I, of, of course, on DFS, I, I just can't see you paying uh, that valuation for Greg Olson. So that kind of goes without saying. All right, um, I did want to talk about uh, New England as well. Blunt, uh, Legarrette Blunt on season ending IR. Um, I, what do we expect from Brandon Bolden, James White? And oh, by the way, Stephen Jackson. No. The no, mighty no, Steven no, no. Was seen no. in New England. No. He worked out. Well. He worked no. out. Worked out for no. the Patriots. What, did he stop by a 24-hour fitness? No. You know, like get his lift on or something? I mean, no. No. Please. Uh, I think I think Bolden and White are both like flexible this week. I agree. Uh, Bolden should get – they've even come out and said Bolden should get all the early down work, and then there was some – you know, nice puff pieces coming out afterwards about Tom Brady saying James White has earned not only his trust but everybody else's because he stepped up and delivered on his opportunities. So and I will the say, Titans. I will say, I feel better about them hyping James White this year than we did last preseason. You remember? There was well, this this is actually we've after we've you're right. seen it. We've, we've seen, seen it. We've seen him work. Seen but like, cause remember last preseason there was all this James White hype and there was like a whole weekend like, hey, let's keep an eye on James White this week. Like on Friday, yeah. everybody keep an eye on James White this weekend. On Monday, it was like, nope. And speaking of running backs and Laguerre Blunt, I I mean, just just to just to further prove the point of how ridiculous the season has been. If you go down the list, Laguerre Blunt for the Patriots. okay, injured. Right. Yes. Uh, Then you've got Le'Veon Bell injured. Justin Forsett injured. Okay. Um, Let's go down. Arian Foster injured. Uh, TJ Yeldon. You're going to you're going to miss him this week. Um, Then you go down to Kansas City. Jamal Charles injured. Okay. Okay. you go Washington has. Where, where are you taking us down this I, rabbit hole? I, I am basically just saying that this has been an unbelievable, okay, difficult it. season based on the players and where you drafted them. Sure, uh, Alfred Morris terrible this year. Uh, Joe Randall was a sleeper in a lot of people's minds. Hasn't done anything. Eddie Lacy was not good until November. Um, Matt Forte was injured uh, this season. The Lions haven't had a back you can trust. Jonathan Stewart is now injured. Um, the Saints have lost Mark Ingram. You know who else? Chris Johnson. You know, you know who else? Arshon Lynch. Is, uh, it is ridiculous. C.J. Anderson. C.J. Anderson was also C.J. Anderson. Basically, also everybody injured. Everybody. Everybody, the entire league. And that's why we're talking about Tim Hightower, Brandon Bolden, Bryce Brown, and Fozzie Whitaker in Week 15. Uh, C.J. Anderson limited in practice Thursday. I'll take that as a segue. Yeah, I like that. I, see where, <laughs> I saw where you were going. Yes. Uh, Kubiak says he will play. Do you buy it? I'm not playing him. I'm not playing uh, either one of those running backs against Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Maybe a flex if I have to. Um, if I, I would be excited. I'm excited that CJ Anderson sounds like he's going to play and he's practiced because he was, oh, you know, the emergency RB last week. He just stood on the sideline, but not a great matchup, uh, especially with Oswald under center. I don't know what's going to happen. In that well, game. this is the official podcast sponsored by the Steelers run defense. This is true. <laughs> this is true. So there you go. Uh, Matt Hasselbeck back in practice, but limited. Um, look, he's in a lot of pain. Uh, he's been uh, clearly untrustworthy for the last two weeks. Uh, do you play him at all? Or, and what does Matt it really Hasselbeck? mean for? Heck yeah, no. probably not. No. Uh, but what does it really mean for guys like T. Y. Hilton, also injured? Dante Moncrief uh, was in a walking boot as well. He looks mm-hmm. very unlikely to play on Sunday, but they haven't officially ruled him out yet. But um, at least as of this taping uh, on Friday, but we, we, we may get a different. Um, Status update later in the afternoon, but uh, but again, what does this mean for the Indianapolis Colts offense? I guess we'll focus on T.Y. Hilton and maybe even what does it mean for Frank Gore? Uh, I don't want any part of any of it. I do not want. Do no. not want. I uh yeah I have Frank Gore in a league where I've just been decimated with running backs, and I think I'm going to start Jeremy Hill and Charkandrick West in a tough matchup over Frank Gore this week. I like it. 
I, like I just I fear I fear for that offense with uh, Whitehurst under there, Moncrief injured, like that offensive line already being what it is. Yep. Well, do and we know for sure that Hasselbeck's not playing? It just sounds very unlikely. He's saying he have, he's having trouble breathing. Yeah, he's having trouble breathing. That's a bad breathing, sign. And it's still incredibly painful. Yeah. But, I mean, who knows? I mean, you know, earlier this year he was, what, deathly ill and wasn't sure he could <laughs> stand up straight. Right. Now, after this year, this is like the, eh, I think I'm time uh, to retire from Hasselbeck. You know, it's like, eh, all right. Also taking on a Texas defense that has been playing very, very well at a very high level. Um, I know J.J. Watt is kind of dealing with a little thing, but uh, overall uh, the Texas defense – Jadavian Clowney showed up last week, and if Big he does win. that again... He, he's been showing up a lot, just not in the box score. Right. Like, he's been blowing some plays up. He's been doing some stuff, but uh, that's the kind of thing that you don't see in the stat thing, and that's when people are like, Khalil back at five sacks is so much better than Clowney. It's like, like oh, calm, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> but that D-line against a 40-year-old and injured Matt Hasselbeck or Charlie Whitehurst? Or, or Jesus. Uh, okay, I, I will avoid. Thank you very much. I think the Texas defense is a, is a pretty nice uh, streamable option for sure uh, as well. All right. Uh, Tyler Eifert hasn't practiced, um, at least as of Thursday, right? He's uh, going through that concussion protocol. Yeah, it sounds really I don't know if he's playing. Play. That's, uh, that's, that's another injury that's going to hurt people. Uh, hard to replace. If you're looking for a replacement, Richard Rodgers. I mean, if you got to go deep, Eric Ebron. Uh, oh, I don't mind Eric Ebron. Will Ty, I mean, he doesn't have a great matchup, but he, he's a decent option as he's been well. Getting so. lots of volume, yeah. I yeah. don't mind the Will Ty play at all. And all right. uh, I guess uh, deep, deep, deeper, you could maybe get like Clive Walford yep. against the Packers. If they, you're in a PPR ooh. league, I mean, Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis is a good option too this week. Ugh. Uh, well, he had seven he, catches he had last week. Seven for uh, seventy-four, and he dropped what would have been like another yeah, 40, yeah. 50 yeah. yarders. Yeah. So I mean, but but I mean, dude, we're in desperation yeah. City yeah. here. This yeah, is you know? this is not good. You're literally. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're literally – it's basically like going into the dumpster. Yeah, there you go. Um, by the Try way, all these, uh, all these running back injuries, it really truly does make you appreciate some of the all-time greats and why they were so great. Like, I think about LaDainian Tomlinson, right? Yeah. The dude was never hurt. Nope. He never fumbled either. I mean, he, he I think he had, there was like a stretch where he had like one fumble in, in two and a half seasons. Even Mar- Marshall was pretty durable, too, oh, Marshall uh, was until super the end of his career. Right, exactly. No. But Yeah, he was very durable. I mean, you think about these guys, man. That's why these guys are so dope, man. Like, LaDainian just was never hurt. The guy good. toted the rock 35 times. Didn't matter. Good times. Yeah, yeah. good I times. I miss those days, man, when. Had by yeah, all. Who am I going to draft? You know, Priest Holmes, Emmett Smith, Barry Sanders, LaDainian Tomlinson, Sean Alexander. Oh, life was so good. Well, here's the thing. I, I do life think there's a, so good. I do think there's a chance for some of that to come back. I mean, we talk about the guys who got hurt, and some of them are guys on the end of their careers. I mean, yeah. you know, Marshawn Lynch is a guy whose career is starting to wind down. Sure. I mean, Arian Foster is a guy who's been good for a long time, but his career is probably getting closer to the end. So now there are there is a new crop of running backs. I mean, we can be excited about. Todd Gurley and Devontae Freeman and, and I Melvin think, Gordon. I, I think Melvin, no, I think Melvin Gordon will be better. I mean, I do think you know yeah. he will start to get better. So I think hopefully there's a new crop of running backs, and maybe maybe some of these coaches will start to realize that you don't necessarily have to platoon and go by committee because you do have a guy on your roster who could be a workhorse back. I like it. Please. I like it a lot. Uh, let's talk about some matchups we love or hate. Um, Fire up all your Cardinals versus the Eagles, I'm assuming? Yes. Yep. Yeah, and, and if you go back and look at Larry Fitzgerald's numbers career-wise against uh, the Eagles. Okay. Dude. You like it? He he just absolutely dominates them. So this could be the Larry Fitzgerald game. He hasn't been great the last three or four weeks in standard leagues. and PPR, he's been okay. But um, this is a week. To, I, I mean, all your Eagles. All your Eagles. All of David Johnson Lloyd is, Brown, is in David my top Johnson. eight running backs this week. Yep. I have him. I literally have I mean, David Johnson ranked as my top guy. I have him in my top three or he's, four, I think. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, he, he's going to be an unsung hero in fantasy because he was picked up off the waiver wire and immediately put into RB1 status. Yeah. I'm so mad at Are myself we, for dropping him. On the flip side, is anybody playing any Eagle? Uh, <laughs> I'd say, I'd say I'd Zach Ertz maybe, maybe is maybe, the only one. Maybe Darren Sproles, maybe? Darren Sproles in a 12. A lot of, lot of confidence in those. A lot of confidence oh in those picks. Maybe Ertz. Uh, I think Ryan Matthews is worth a flex start, too. Hey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. Another offense that we all <laughs> thought was going to be fantasy gold. Yep, and instead, not so much. Uh, not so much. Packers, Oakland. What do we like there? Uh, Eddie Lacy is in a good spot. Definitely Eddie Lacy. Should get a bunch. Aaron Rodgers, 
pretty much safe bet to get you another Green Bay's defense, though, has been tough on quarterbacks okay. and, and pretty tough on wide receivers. I have Derek Carr uh, listed as a sit, but I wouldn't be a bit shocked if this game goes like 35-32. That would be fun. I know that would be fun. The Oakland side of this has been really hard for me to peg in rankings and stuff because you're right. The Green Bay defense has been very good against quarterbacks, but on the season they've been gashed by the good ones. Cam thumped him. Philip Rivers thumped him. Russell Wilson put up like 22 you put points Carr on him. in that level. That that's my question is right. I can't Where decide put, right. if I'm gonna put Carr that highly up. The, another thing is Sam Shields is still going through the concussion protocol. He's Green Bay's top corner. Uh, granted, they got some young guys playing well, but I I. I'm with Fabs. I could see it going into a 35-32 game. I could also see this being a game where the Packers' defense kind of shuts down Carr. Like Amari Cooper's got a foot thing. Like a 21-15 type game or something? Yeah, maybe. I don't. I just have had such a hard time getting a beat on this this game and the Oakland offense rankings-wise. Well, they've got – At the they, end of the day, predicting the future ain't easy. Oh, yeah, it's not easy. I mean, the bottom line is Oakland's got – they've got home run guys. That's the problem. Like Latavius Murray is a home run guy. Amari Cooper, at, I mean, obviously is a home run guy too. It's just Seth Roberts could catch a long one, right? I like Crabtree, though, as a solid because he's more of their possession. I agree, right, too. So. Right. Uh, I also sneakily like Randall Cobb. I think he was a sit for me you too. this week, Fabs. Yeah, I he was like a him. sit for me. Uh, when McCarthy took over the play calling in for the Packers last week, That's there was where it a is. much bigger emphasis on using Randall Cobb. Yep. And, and he still in. only scored nine points. Yeah, but he was started to get the touches necessary to do more. And this is, this is a game where I think if it does turn into the shootout or they're going to do more – more mm-hmm. things with Cobb I and out of, out of the slot I think it's a good chance for him to exploit their corner I think they've slid DJ Hayden in the slot or they might have just benched him I forget where his status is but uh, this could be a good matchup for him yeah the Oakland defense too it's interesting right they've, they've got a couple of stalwarts on there uh, obviously Khalil Mack is doing things um, and then the old man Charles Woodson still you know making highlight style plays I mean, they're giving too. up the sixth fewest points to wide receivers this year uh, the Raiders defense has been pretty tough so I eh. I hear what you're saying. I don't know. PPR, yes. Uh, standard leagues, if I could avoid Cobb, I would. All right, Lions and Saints. Start everybody. <laughs> you know, Look, dude, it's, it's, I'm starting Stafford in one of my leagues this week, and I have confidence in yeah. starting Stafford. I say start your Lions. I'm not quite Breeze? as confident. Hightower? No, I, not really. Cooks? Breeze? No? Not, okay. I, there are a lot of people I'd start over Drew Breeze. Uh, there are a lot of people I'd start over Brandon Cooks. Hightower I would start simply because volume. Like, mm-hmm. there's not really anybody else there that I, I'm worried about taking touches. But I'm not quite so big on the Saints this week. The Lions offense has been better, and as a result, their defense has been better as well. Um, I hear I, I, I hear what you're saying, MG. I just – I would have – it's we're at the point in the season where it's almost impossible if you are forced – to pick up Tim Hightower, where you to can't not play, play yeah. Hightower, Dude, I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried about him because the Lions' run defense has been very, very good. Yeah, lately. Um, yeah, if, yeah, for a while now, for the last like six, seven weeks. But uh, Hightower should see a ton of volume. I like Willie Sneed in this game too. Yeah, I like Willie Sneed. He Is might, he still banged up? No, he's good now. He okay. had like a hundred some yards last week. Oh, there you go. And he should avoid Darius Slay. I think um, lining up. I think Harmon talked about it in his sleepers column too. Yeah. Uh, moving out of the slot and stuff, he should dodge Darius Slay, who's been really good. Okay, there he goes. But uh, you're you're also not very big, I'm assuming, with all the Slay talk on uh, Brandon Cooks. Yeah. I don't have him ranked very highly either this week. I don't. Yeah, I'm like he's more of a wide receiver three for me. Mm-hmm. But I'll probably think I'm starting him in one playoff league, but okay. I feel great about it. Yeah, he's got upside. He's definitely got upside. All right, Jags offense taking on Atlanta. Yeah. Uh, Start your Jaguars. Yeah, yeah. I would say so. A- anybody else out there uh, really get as good as Allen Robinson has been? I mean, he picked a bad week to have a bad game for fantasy owners, yeah. right? Yeah. At yeah. least he got that touchdown. Yeah, but, I know. I know. Uh, so far under what he's done this year. The Atlanta defense has been has some good FPA numbers, but they've been Lately, they have trending been. in the they've been trending in the wrong direction. Yeah, lately they're kind of in free fall. They're totally um, free fall. They've the, given the, up. The reason they were so good against like wide receivers and quarterbacks too is because Desmond Trufant is a pretty good lockdown cornerback. Robert Alford, good. Uh, and uh, Allen Robinson's just too hard to lock down though. So I think they could get up. Allen Hearns. You should start be in a everybody, good spot. man. I and mean, it, shoelace. Heck, I got shoelace in my top ten. This I think year. I think he's in my top ten too. Yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah. yeah James yeah. Coe, happy to hear that because he picked up shoelace off the waiver wire. <sighs> Playing him in the starting flex, him against money. Playing him in the flex. Yeah. My if 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 I got anything here, it's uh, it's the running backs. It's uh, Latavius Murray, Eddie Lacy, Denard Robinson. Year one, two, and three. And, and for the second year in a row, second year in a row, Matt Money Smith. Uh, is on the verge of going to a championship on the shoulders of a quarterback who he picked up off the waiver wire. There you go. Boom. 
Last year it was Brady. Son of a gun. Sorry. And this year, uh, <laughs> Russell Wilson. James James dropped. What's I mean, funny is that uh, Son of a gun. two years in a row he's done it and hasn't been running with Drew, Drew Brees. That's no. Boy. I know. He's cheating on uh, Let's talk about Pitt versus Denver. Okay. This could be a game where there are all of the fantasy points no. or, or none of none. the fantasy none. points. No. Impossible. Well, uh, Denver's you know, defense is so good. Yeah, but Ben and that offense, they are humming right now. Yeah. So, I mean, there's still a way that they could produce against this Denver defense. I know they've been really good, but. They're so good. But, I mean, you know, it, it is. It's, you know, does good offense beat good defense or vice versa? Yeah, you know, this is a, you know, does good pitching stop good hitting? I mean, how does this work? Because the, the Steelers could go out and put up a nice number or they could get. This, Shut it's down. the immovable force and the unstoppable, or the immovable object and the unstoppable just force. Keep in exactly. mind, just keep in mind, though, that um, Indianapolis Man. several weeks ago, they put up some pretty good numbers against that defense. So They did. It's not well. Denver's given up, what, one touchdown to a wide receiver all year oh, long? Yeah. Like, if you're playing Antonio Brown this week, you got to feel better than you would otherwise because Denver will – will at least have a chance to shut him down. They've done that to a lot of wide receivers. I mean, Amari Cooper didn't have a, a point last week. He didn't yeah. have a, anything. That's, that's, there have only, only been two quarterbacks <laughs> slash offenses that have done like anything. Tom Brady's the only quarterback to score more than 20 fantasy points, I think, against them this year. Luck might have done it or been just I think, shy. I think Luck game. did do it. I'll have to check back. But I'm pretty sure Luck had like over 20 points against Denver in that game. Yeah, I think actually what I think it was it was Brady at the highest. Luck was just over 20 as well. But I mean, they've also have not played slouch quarterbacks a lot of the times too. No. So they have or they haven't. They haven't. I, I mean, they have. They beat they beat the crap out of Aaron Rodgers. They right. crushed Philip Rivers twice. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. You know, Alex Smith isn't the, what we would call like elite, but they held him to like three points. Well, in that's one game. what I'm saying. It's like they're, they're holding Aaron Rodgers to less than 10. I, I like Big Ben, especially what he's been able to do this year with all those weapons on the outside. But my God, it's so hard. So we can we can take a look. Uh, you know, if you want to go through exactly who Green Bay they played Cutler in Week One, and he's talking about Denver. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, Denver. Uh, Denver in Flacco. Week One. They played Flacco in Week One. Uh, Flacco was. This was when Flacco had all of his weapons, though. True. And they held him Flacco, to like Flacco on two the points. road, though. Is I mean, he's he's never really been. All that good, Alex Smith. I, I, Alex Smith can put up some good numbers, and he can put up some stink bombs. So, uh, and then you're looking at Denver playing against Stafford. Uh, fewer than nine points, but that's when Stafford was really struggling. Uh, and then Denver goes in, and um, I mean, 15 points to Teddy Bridgewater. I, I, they're 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 difficult. Uh, they're difficult to score points against. I, I, don't get me wrong. Uh, I'm trying to find that game where Luck had that. I'm pretty sure he had right around 20, 22. It was week nine. Better than week nine. Something like that. So it's not like Denver's defense. And they, they've actually played some okay quarterbacks. Um, you, know, you did say that they they shut down Rodgers. Uh, so what do you? So what? Clearly, I, I guess I guess what I'm what, what are we trying to get to here? What, uh, what, are we what I'm getting at is that I think Ben Roethlisberger is still a top ten quarterback start this week. Okay. And what about Antonio Brown, Martavis Bryant, D'Angelo Williams? Those guys. Well, I mean, you're playing those guys. In uh, in one league, I, I'm loaded at wide receiver. I benched Martavis for John Brown. Let, okay. me ask, let me ask you guys a question. Julian Edelman is active this week, for example. Edelman or Martavis Bryant? Martavis. I'd still go with Martavis. Still go with Martavis. Even against the Broncos? I think I think it's more of a concern of Julian Edelman's playing time. Yeah. There. I mean, this Give is me another healthy guy. Like Julian Edelman wasn't supposed to play again in the regular season. Right. I and mean, they were talking about him coming back in the playoffs. And right. now all of a sudden it's week 15 and he's coming back. Like, it feels like a rush job because they've had so many other injuries that, you know, if Julian Edelman can tie his shoe without extreme amounts of pain, that they're going to play. Him. It also right. sounds like yeah. Bill Belichick lying. That, too. <laughs> that is also a thing. That uh, happens. Well, he's that is a never thing that done that before. <laughs> I trust everything that comes out of his mouth. <laughs> There's literally no reason to doubt him no saying reason. anything. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, let's get these out of the way right now. Don't start anybody from the Cowboys. Okay. Nope. Don't start anybody from the Ravens. Nope. I know Buck Allen people want to, but Terrence West is siphoning some carries. It's a terrible matchup. It's a terrible offense. RIP Ravens offense. Uh, Wait, no DMAC either? No no run DMC? He's been losing touches to Turbin, too, and they're playing the Jets, who have absolutely demolished running backs recently. Okay. 
Plus, Darrell Revis is back. Matt Castle ain't going to move the ball against them. No, you sure? I, I can't, I can't I, wait until we see <laughs> Kellen Moore out there. Oh, Gross. I, I just I, – I mean, it's the fantasy playoffs. If you can avoid it, I would I would try. I got you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, don't, I don't think Matt Castle could drive this offense 80 yards in a minivan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like the, the Vikings don't start anybody other than Adrian Peterson. All right. So there you go. All right, mailbag time. Uh, let's do it. All right, so Fabs, we did this one. You were suffering from bronchitis. What okay. I'll do is I will cue up one of our great NFL primetime songs, and I'm just going to start firing questions at you guys. I'll go around the horn one one at a time. It's most of them are or this or that or you know maybe three people. You tell me the answer, and we'll move on. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> without further ado, let me see. I got to adjust the volume so I don't blow away our listeners here. Please, that would be excellent. <laughs> very very nice, right? Okay. Yes. And let's see which one this is. Forget our listeners. How about us? And you guys, too. Okay. Here we go. Let's check this primetime song. All right. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Marcus, Larry Fitz or Michael Floyd? Fitz. All right. Fabs, Crabtree or Denard Robinson? Half point PPR. Denard. Uh, James, Hightower or D'Angelo Williams? Oh, D'Angelo Williams. Uh, Marcus, Golden Tate or Alan Hearns? Half point PPR. Ooh, Tate. All right. Fabs. James White or Brandon Bolden, standard? I have this. Bolden. Bolden. J- uh, James, Michael Floyd or Randall Cobb? Oh! Uh, Michael Floyd. Michael Floyd. For the upside. Marcus, Denard Robinson, Jeremy Hill, and Charkandrick West. Pick two. Oh! Uh, I'm going to go Denard and Charkandrick. All right, Fab's quarterbacks. Tyrod or Alex Smith? Tyrod. Tyrod. James, uh, Derek Carr or Carson Palmer? Oh, that's easy. Uh, <laughs> uh, Carson Palmer. Yes. Please. All right. Sorry. Let me give you another one. Uh, <laughs> Tim Hightower, Latavius Murray, or Frank Gore? Uh, I will go Latavius Murray. All right. Marcus, Bortles or Breeze? Bortles. Fabs. Uh, let's see. Gio Bernard, Frank Gore, or Fozzie Whitaker, PPR? Uh, Ew. I got to go Gore. Gore. Wow. All right. <laughs> uh, let's see. James, uh, Big Ben or Matt Stafford? Oh, Big Ben. All right. Marcus, that's too easy. Matt Forte or Randall Cobb? Forte. All right. Fabs, Allen Robinson or Alshon Jeffrey? Ooh, Alshon Jeffrey. All right. That's a, there we go. That, that's an interesting one. Why can't you play both? I don't. Like I, a, that's a good question. That's, that's, one, that's, that's always my response to people, like, you can't do both? Like, yeah. get, get whatever other Who scrub else do you, you have in there. <laughs> so, Apollos is tweeting into your questions, folks. Send them to us directly on Twitter. We'll answer as many there at James Deco, at Michael underscore. Oh, Fabiano. I will not. Wait, oh, sorry. Yeah, James <laughs> is on right, Radio James Sound. is on, he's on Radio Sound. Right, direct them to at Alex Gelhar, at Marcus G, at Matt Harmon underscore BYB, and at Matt Franchise. We'll try to get to I apologize. Uh, I tried to get to as many before I went on uh, social media black as possible. But uh, but now I'm on black, so uh, I cannot answer your fantasy questions. I do apologize for that. It's okay. Not really, but it's, I do. It's week, it's week 15. Yeah, exactly. Uh, real quick, also, we just we jumped over some guys. We kind of mentioned him in there. Uh, Lamar Miller's in a good spot this week. Okay. We mentioned Fabs. Powell's not a bad play. Chris Ivory also in a good spot against the Cowboys if he got him. Yeah. And uh, Jeremy Hill and Gio Bernard this week. San Francisco's got a bad run defense. AJ McCarron under center. They got to run. I think those guys might have a chance to actually put up solid totals. They got to run. I'm I'm a little bit worried about uh, the AJ Green factor in that situation because um, what with him getting all the targets? Yeah, he'll get a lot of targets, but I just feel like this is going to be a lower scoring game because they're going to try to run the clock out. Um, the Niners would probably try to do something similar as well. Uh, I feel like this is going to be one of those 13-10 gross games. I don't know. All right, here's one more frisky one for you guys. I just want to see what you think. Uh, Tyler Lockett. Or Demarius Thomas. What? Um, mm, I still got to stick with Thomas. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be frisky and say Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Against I, the Browns with the the hottest passing game going. With no Hayden. Uh, no and with, with no running game. No. <laughs> I'm going to be frisky and say Tyler Lockett. I, I kind of like Lockett, actually, All right. too. All right. I just, I'm, I I'm hoping for selfish purposes that doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Has Lockett. He's got the money, Lockett. Money's got him. Yeah, he's got the luck, Lockett and uh, Russell Wilson Ooh. stack. That could be dangerous. That dangerous. could be deadly. That could be dangerous. Yeah, he money's um so he he beat me last year in the championship. 
Uh, although I contend that Peyton Manning beat me last year. In the I hope that money does the right thing and plays Drew Brees. He, no, he does the no, right. He wants thing. to he win. He should do the right thing. He wants to win. Do he the right thing. Right. Money. And another thing too, guys. If if you're in your playoffs right now, keep looking at that waiver wire and know who you play. Okay, if you're playing a guy who maybe is weak at a position, and you see a wide receiver or a running back, for example, who's on the waiver wire, and you're like. Pick him up. If they only have Tyler, if they only have Tyler Eifert right now. Get all the other tight ends you can. Block him. Yeah, man. Make him start all Justin and love in fantasy football. So don't be afraid to go out there. Don't drop a valuable player, but don't be afraid to go out there if you've got dead wood and you know put the screws to your opponent and be like, hey, you needed a wide receiver and Tyler Lockett's on the waiver wire. See ya. Right. I, I'm not starting him, but I'm picking him up so you can't get him. I did that to my dad in the regular season in our league. I uh, yeah, He had Justin Forsett, and it looked like Justin Forsett wasn't going to play, so I spent a bunch of fab money on Javorius Allen just to block him because we were head-to-head so he couldn't pick him up. Nice. didn't work out, but it was fun. <laughs> I also now have no fab budget to spend no. in that league. so It's right. almost there over. That exactly. doesn't help. It's all good. All right, let's get the daily daps and get out of here. Let's do it. All right, Daily Dap time. We'll start with Marcus Grant. What's up, pal? Well, I am Daily Dapping. Uh, obviously, Star Wars Mania has gripped the world for the last however many uh, weeks now. But um, uh, Daily Dap to the game Lightsaber Escape. I don't know if you saw this on the Googles. Uh, in fact, you just go and I think if you Google the phrase lightsaber escape, it is a game that uh, on the screen, it is, you know, it's kind of like a first person, you know, a POV sort of game. And you use your phone where you pull up part of it, like you just go to a, a site on your, your smartphone, you pull it up, it works as your lightsaber and it corresponds with what's going on on the screen. So you're it trying to escape. bro. You're trying to escape, I guess it's the Death Star or something, but basically stormtroopers are shooting at you, and you have to try to deflect their blasters uh, back at them as you try to escape. I didn't get very far, but it was fun. It was a good waste of time for a little while. But, and uh, it works? It works. It's dope. Check it out. Lightsaber. You use your escape. phone. Yeah, you basically just take your phone. You, like... How does you pull it up? You pull it up on your computer. That is amazing. You take your phone, you punch something up on your your smartphone, and then you hold onto it like a lightsaber, and it works like kind of like a remote control sort of. Mm-hmm. Thing. That is that's insane. Pretty, it's awesome. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um. Okay, that's cool. I'm gonna be trying that. Or actually, maybe I won't because I I'll be too scared that I'll, I'll You'll accidentally see a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure what'll happen. Uh, Whiskid, what's up? Uh, well, I'll give a daily dap to Star Wars as well, and I've been trying to wrestle around with what else I wanted to dap, but I think uh, I'll do Fargo. I've uh, wrapped up the season on my DVR. Okay. It, uh, I think it closed up last week, uh, season two. I did it, uh, finished it up on my day off while I was writing some other stuff. It was very, very strong, very strong season. Okay. And uh, as we've talked about before on here, like kind of searching for that next great drama in the post Breaking Bad, Mad Men world. Uh, right. I think Fargo could definitely be in the running. It's okay. getting a third season, so if you haven't checked it out yet, give it a look. I like it. Michael Fabiano, what's I'm up? I'm sticking with the Star Wars theme. Okay. I'm going to dap J.J. Abrams, who uh, a bang up job. is brilliant. Now, I was never a Star Trek fan, ever. I, I never – I watched maybe half of Wrath of Khan, and uh, what I took out of that was like, wow, <laughs> Kirstie Alley was in this. <laughs> you know, because I'm such a huge fan of Cheers. But J.J. has turned me into a Star Trek fan, the new generation of actors and the new movies. And – he did Those are a good movies, by the way. Up job on the Force Awakens. It's better than any one of the three prequels. And congratulations! And uh, make sure you go out and see it. But don't tweet to James Cobb. Uh Chris Pine went to the University of California, Berkeley. Did he? Ah, he did. it's a Golden Bear, huh? Yes, yeah, an English major there. They did show a trailer though for the new Star Trek. Movie, yeah, that's yeah, which looks fantastic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Star that's Trek good, Beyond. Man. Okay, yeah, I looks like awesome. it. Uh, they, they, I thought they did a pretty good job uh, with both of those. Um, I have to admit, I don't have a daily dap because I'm, again, forcing myself only to uh, the sports websites. That's it. That's you should all daily on. dap willpower. <laughs> you, you should daily dap willpower and hope that it stays strong for the next five days. I have not seen anything. Um, and I, that's where I get a lot of my daily daps, right? Social media. Right. I see some funny stuff the on interwebs, there. Interwebs, yeah. You know what? I will do this. Um, so we put out, a, I put out a tweet about whether, uh, whether or not we should cancel danger zone and the, res- the social media response was out of this world. 
But I love out of this world. You designed it to peel back the curtain, essentially to fail as a joke too, because right, a social bit. media people at the office were like, "Oh, if you do something like that, likes always Beats, trump retweets. retweets." Right. So we put. So I put out. Um, so on Wednesday, if you didn't see the show, we put out some mean tweets on on uh, on, on uh, Danger Zone. Uh, which got some pretty good responses. But then, you know, I was going to cap it off by saying, and I put a poll out there, and, and most of America wants uh, Danger Zone to fail. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. But when we put it out there, it was overwhelmingly in support of Danger Zone. So I did want to thank all the viewers and and, uh, and all the folks on Twitter uh, who did support it. I, I was shocked by it. I was really funny. Was. It was pretty funny to see. I was really shocked by it. it, and I think the final tally ended up being like 575 retweets versus like I don't know, like 250 likes or something. Here, I'll get the official numbers real quick. But uh, but again, I, I was uh, very surprised by that. But what uh, day did you tweet this out again? I think it was two. I wanted to go Tuesday. You know what? Just go to my go to my Twitter page. That's what I'm doing. Because I don't have because uh, I didn't tweet too much, obviously. No. Uh, yesterday. Oh, here it is. Uh, finished with 554 retweets to save it, 241 likes to cancel. That's not bad. Not bad at all. That's not bad. So I, I did want to thank all the folks that uh, that supported Danger Zone. It, it's a crazy, wacky, weird segment. I, obviously, it, it cuts through the noise a little bit, but uh, I, I really, truly honest, if you like it, you love it. If you hate it, you're going to absolutely hate it, which is great. And I think Tiffany, Tiffany Blackman actually saw it for the first time, and um, – and uh, tweeted at me, said that I have an amazing singing voice. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, uh, that, that's called sarcasm. <laughs> By the way, quick, before we get out of here, I love yes. how your pinned tweet is from when we discussed if cereal was a soup. <laughs> on the podcast. Hey, listen. We got- talk about the hard-hitting stuff here <laughs> on the Fantasy Live podcast. I just want you to know, just want you to know, that one got uh, uh, a lot of engagement as well. Yes. All right, so that's going to do it for us today. Uh, for the WizKid from Wisconsin, Alice Gelhar, MG, my guy, Mark Grant, and... The pride of Connecticut. Michael Fabian, I'm James Coe. We're out of here. This is Dan Hansis with the Around the NFL podcast. Make sure you check out our latest episode where we broke down Thursday night football and looked ahead to the rest of the games that will define week 15. Listen for Mark Sesser completely losing his mind. You did a good job there, Dan. Greg, not so great. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.